0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You are my friends. If you do what I command you, if you keep my commandments, you remain in my love. I've told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy may be Complete. Brothers and sisters, as we wander deep in this Easter season, we continually call to mind the glory of the resurrected Christ, the might and the power, the destiny of all things that lie in the hands of the Blessed One, the God who is not merely notional, but who is incarnate as a human person. Flesh like ours, though he is God from God, light from light, true God from true God, taking everything to the cross and risen from the dead, bestows on us, his friends, that life eternal. And we hear this scripture passage. Now, this is the gospel of St. John, chapter 15, starting on verse 9. This is Jesus Christ speaking to the twelve immediately after the Last Supper. The Last Supper has been celebrated. He has washed the feet of the apostles. And he is preparing to cross the Kidron Valley into the Garden of Gethsemane. And he speaks these words. The herds we learned last week. I am the vine, you are the branches, remain in me. Know those habits and those skills to be in Christ. And then of course, being attached for what purpose? To be friends in love. How? obedience to the commands. The gospel commands of Christ which will bind all of humanity in love with the person of Jesus Christ which makes it possible to love one another. Here's a great example. You can get a bunch of people together who don't care one whit about each other at all except for they all play whatever. Baseball. Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson had no idea who the other one was. They become bestest buddies. Why? Because they are in obedience to the commands of the sport of football. And on this particular team. Again, those things are simple icons for a deeper, much more broad love. That ability to love one another, which if you ever tried loving another person, it's a great amount of work. That, that, that's why the command, and these are the people that we we kind of like, all right, or at least have deep bonds to, all right, this is my family, my blood, the person who lives next to me, or whatever it is. And so now this universal command This I command you, love one another. Why this command? That joy might be full. And to simply embrace that. I know I must conform my life to Christ so that my joy might be full. And we tend to think that our joy needs to be full like when we come to Sunday Mass. Like the Sunday Mass is the the whole kit and caboodle. See, the Sunday Mass is the hinge point of the command. I am the Lord your God, you shall have no gods before me, you shall keep holy the Lord's day. That's the central, that's the hinge point of the command, but cannot be the totality of the command. If all I do is put my butt down on church, I put on my vestments, I go stand at the altar, and then the rest of my life out there is sort of 50% obedience to Jesus and 50% what Father Eric likes to do. I will not have the fullness of joy, instead I'll become a crotchety priest who, you know, gets together with his buddies and say, oh, I don't like the way this person dresses, not enough people sing in church, alright, this lady gave me a hard time after, ma-. that's not how any of my friends talk, you get the idea though, alright? Yeah, my joy won't be full because I'll just be my preferences, what I like and don't like, I'll miss the plenitude, the fullness of grace. Right? Why did not the choir sing faster or slower or whatever? And and, and it goes. And again, that same thing might happen in our own lives. So I must bind myself to a life of prayer, bind myself to a life of sacrifice, bind myself to a life of repentance, because sometimes I fail. Again, maybe you never do. I don't know. You're perfect. Great. Or maybe you do. That's why, again, I don't look at anyone. It's beautiful to stand and stare at the cross where he loved us with the fullness of love and say, I confess that I have sinned. I get less joy from sitting in the confessional and hearing confessions than I do kneeling in the confessional and making my confession. Because I know it's how he loved me and how I want to strive to be close to his commands, and I can bind and unify. So as we celebrate the Methodist, strive to all do, all right, examine our conscience as well. This is the glory of the resurrected Christ. It's not that we're bad. It's that we're called to this totality of love. We can't sell short. We can't make it small. He is the immense and the divine God like I said before we don't sing because it's a pedantic. it's what the good people do we sing because we're in love we come to the mass and pray we come to that hinge part of the whole things and find joy and peace in it when I'm ready to unite myself all right I don't like the song but I'm going to start to say the words because Jesus Christ is risen today alleluia sons of men and angels say alleluia I confess Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Our Father who art in heaven and with your spirit. And on it goes, this beautiful love that is bound when the soul makes the resolution to obey the commandments. They can come into this place and find the depth of love. It's not a trick. It's not a secret but it is the free response. Put your butt down in that pew. It will only really matter if you lay your heart down out there. Same for me. I can get dressed up and preach eight trillion sermons. It will matter little if I don't put my heart down in obedience to the one who first loved me so that when you and I come here, we can know that love.